0: and scholars you are listening to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit pleasurepodcasts.com we are partnering with calm the number one mental wellness app to give you the tools that improve the way you feel For listeners of the show, Calm is offering an exclusive 40% off of a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash I am somebody who needs some kind of noise to fall asleep to. I try not to watch TV shows while falling asleep because apparently it's not good for you, and that is when I found Calm. With Calm, you can reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations, improve focus with curated music tracks, and rest and recharge with their imaginative sleep stories that I love. There's even new daily movements. Sessions designed to relax your body and uplift your mind. My favorite spooky season one right now of the sleep stories is Gothic Dreams, Edgar Allan Poe, read by Eric. Not gonna lie, his voice is also pretty hot, in my opinion, Uh, but I usually fall asleep before the story is over. Uh, For listeners of the show, Calm is offering an exclusive 40% off of a Calm Premium subscription at com.com slash S&S. Go to calm.com slash S-A-N-D-S for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That is com.com slash S&S. Make sure you spell that correctly. Another awesome app that we are so grateful for our partnership with is Coral. Coral is an easy to use science-based app that improves your intimate life. Visit mycoral.co sns to download Coral and begin creating deeper intimacy with yourself and or your partner today. It has three amazing features. One is guided audio exercises. These are Coral's secret sauce, as they call it. Uh, These audio exercises are designed to help you explore your own and your partner's body in brand new ways, no matter how long you've been together or what you're into. They also have a connect portion, which is a secure encrypted chat space for folks where Coral helps guide the conversation with prompts to build heat, connection, and communication skills. And they even have a discussion forum where you can talk to one of Coral's experts or science advisors anytime and connect with supportive like-minded community. I have personally been referring clients to this app before they even sponsored the podcast. I think it's a really great tool and a resource because, as you know, and I say on the podcast all the time, maintaining connection with yourself and your relationship takes time and effort and really dedicated energy, and Coral really makes it easier and helps me personally and a lot of my clients stay accountable in their pleasure. So visit mycoral.co slash S&S to download Coral and begin creating deeper intimacy with yourself and your partner today the link is in the episode's description and remember the more you support the advertisers the more you support the podcast now back to the episode thanks for tuning in sluts and scholars is a sex positive shame-free educational podcast where we try to help you talk smart and fuck smarter while we love to give advice and resources please note that this podcast or any emails from us are not intended to be therapy or a replacement for therapy Welcome to Slutty Season, aka the theme this October and my favorite time of year. Just a reminder, I'm running the show a little differently this season with a new theme featured each month, kind of like mini seasons. I am biased because I like them all and I hope you will too. And don't forget, if you have a suggestion, you can always email us at slutsandscholars@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Last month was back to the basics and this month is Slutty Season, aka slightly more advanced pleasures. A little sluttier than September with some scholarship too, as always. Boys, of course. Also, thanks for your understanding in advance, as the audio of this episode got a little spooky, which sometimes happens when we record remotely. Just like sex, sometimes things are perfectly imperfect. I hope you enjoy this episode, you slutty scholars. Welcome back to another week of Sluts and Scholars. I'm Nicoletta Heidegger, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and sexologist. And this week, I am honored to welcome Tayomi Morgan. Sexpert Taomi Morgan, better known as Glamazon Tayomi is an international pleasure coach who reaches millions of eyes monthly through her social media platforms and written contributions across the internet. In 2011, after experiencing a shift in her modeling career, the Chicago native began her sex education blog, Glamerotica101.com which is still amazing, uh, with the intent to serve as the female representation for people of color within mainstream sexuality. Tayomi recognized that people around the world are having issues with connecting to their sexuality, still true, uh, and desired to assist uh, the world, to assist in bringing more love and light into the lives of others. Since her entrance into the field of sexuality, Tayomi has had many accomplishments, including serving as the resident expert for ebony.com and blackdoctor.org, hosting her own radio show on Playboy Radio, being published in Collegiate Academia by McGraw-Hill, hosting a two-year-old sold-out international tour and so much more. Uh, she's also been featured on Comedy Central's Tosh.0 as obviously Daniel's favorite sexpert. Uh, Tayomi currently continues to use a candid and relatable approach to educate the masses about sex via her social media on YouTube channel Glam Erotica 101. The Glamazon currently serves as the Exoticas Expo seminar coordinator and resident expert, and is an ACS certified sexologist an Authentic Tantra Practitioner through the Institute of Authentic Tantra. And if you hear those cute noises in the background, that is Tayomi's, um, I want to say, like, equally cute dog. Yes. <laughs> Welcome.
1: Hopping in here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to have this conversation.
0: Yes. Okay, so I'm sure you've answered this before, but like, just to get folks in the mood, like, what does the title Glamazon mean to you? Like, who is, so, who is Glamazon? <laughs>
1: well uh you know i am very tall i am five ten and a half, and a half and i am a glamorous and i first heard uh tyra banks use the term like years ago and i was like and then Ru- rupaul also started using it and i was like amazon i love this and so it's kind of like um like a calling card in a way right so if you have glamazon in front of your name you already know what you're coming with you know tall glamorous amazon vibes you know like goddess vibes so yeah i when I saw that, I was like, Ooh, this, this that's sticks. me. <laughs> and yep, and, and it's just, I've been using it ever since. What do you think
0: of the, like the moniker Amazon for people in like the porn industry who are tall and bigger? Cause for folks who don't know, that's sort of a title that's used for like taller, especially women who um, not always, but are like overpowering or sit mm-hmm. uh, lots of face sitting, lots of like, I'm bigger than you kind of <laughs> vibes. <laughs>
1: when we think about the Amazonian civilization, right, these were warrior women and they were tall and they were like larger than life in their energy. And Mm -hmm. so I think it's great that that term is used in porn because if people, you know, care, maybe they'll go and like do some more research, but it's fitting, you know, and. I like people to care about
0: the porn they're watching personally.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, so And that's the thing about porn uh, consumers, it's like they don't understand the responsibility that they have to consume responsibly, which means paying for content (laughs) or consuming on spaces that are actually paying the content creators and not just going to pirated sites. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I do like it when people who consume porn, they know what they're watching, they do their research and they're like, you know, very specific with it. Um, But yeah, that term I think is great that that it's used because it brings like some real life quality into what is pretty much fantasy.
0: Yeah. So we're going to be talking a lot today about kind of like what got you here through the cowgirl workout and like sensuality practices. But just to give people like a, a fantasy goal obviously everyone's sex life isn't going to look like your sex life isn't going to look like my sex life but just to give people a uh, snapshot into like what could be what would you say is the best most pleasurable sex you've had lately and what made it the best
1: i mean just last night yes tell me about (laughs) it (laughs) so i you know ever since the pandemic like my my sexual partner's I've been few and far in between. And plus I have a lot of like long distance relationships. So mm-hmm. um, this is a partner that I, I've, we've been friends since 2006. So we're going on, like we're approaching 20 years of friendship. And this is the perfect definition of like friends with benefits, like legitimately a friend. And we didn't start having sex until like, you know, midway through our friendship, but we had the most amazing shower sex. Oh my God. Like <laughs> the <song. laughs> <laughs> the shower is like one of those glass showers with like a pebble floor mm-hmm. and like a glass sliding door. And so just like seeing the steam like, you know, collect on the glass and just feeling the heat like surround us. And then, you know, me being squatted down and like looking up at him and like giving him head and just like the water is falling oh, on my face. Yeah. And so like the water... The water's getting in my mouth, which also just like feels really good. And great for so I, I like, love that stressed. with the
0: blowjob, as long as you're not like choking oh.
1: on the water. But <laughs> exactly, so it was like quenching my thirst in more ways than one, right? And it was just like, <laughs> oh my god! And then like having him like turn me around, and I'm, I'm like pressed up against the wall, and he's just like stroking me. It's just like, oh shit, this is great. <laughs> so yeah, it's just like sensory. Overload for me, not like overload, but it's just like all of my senses were being stimulated, mm. just feeling the heat and feeling the water and feeling him yes. and our bodies together and just, uh, and he washes me up. So, like, he washed me up. It was up really sensual. Yeah. Stuff. And slow. Yeah, I, always, sense- always nice
0: to do when you're staying at a hotel because then you don't have to worry as much about how long you're doing the water. Unless, I guess, you know, environmentally <laughs> conscious, whatever, but like, it feels a little less guilty exactly. when you're doing it at a hotel than that you're on your own dime at home.
1: <laughs> exactly especially if you are because like in my apartment i don't pay for water so i you know guilty pleasure running the shower for a long time but when you are paying for it it's like uh we're collecting these these minutes right now and it's water no more than five minutes here but yeah it does feel good to do it in the in the hotel because you get to and it's funny because like they were this this, this guy kept coming and saying we were like making too much noise like before we were having sex and i straight up told this guy i said don't come up here when I'm fucking don't come up here
0: and so what did he say what did he because say I
1: was, I was like I need this so don't come up here when I'm fucking and he was just like like smiling laughing he was like okay and I really <laughs> felt like he was just being nosy because literally he just was I'm jealous
0: staying, he wanted to he- see what was going on
1: exactly because he saw me walk into the hotel with my friend you know and I'm like there's no room right around us There's a stairwell and there's like an empty space so I was like There's no way that we're making that much noise to where the neighbors hear us. You just be in those. I was like, don't come up here when I'm fucking because I'm going to be loud.
0: That's that's the (laughs) Amazon energy that we need.
1: Exactly. He didn't come back.
0: There needs to be, there needs to be, I feel like they have this in some Vegas hotels, but there needs to be like a thing you put on the thing. That's not just like, do not disturb on the door, but that's like exactly literally it needs to be a quote and it needs to have your name on it that says, don't knock on here when I'm fucking (laughs) period period. Don't do that. That's it. <laughs> no one's getting her unless, you know, it's all consensual. I'm having a good time. Um, any exactly. tips for great shower sex? I'm, I think obviously shower sex isn't for everyone. I think it's a great thing for people who are that sort of sensual blueprint. And if you don't know what that is, go back to the episode with Ian Ferguson about erotic blueprints. Um, uh, but because there are so many senses though, I will say I like the steam and the heat aspect, but one time I was in there too long and I about, I, I literally passed out as I was like giving somebody a blowjob.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, you want to be careful with that. It was like one of those. It was one of those
0: steam showers, and it was like nice and hot and whatever. And uh, as soon as I stood up, I was like, my legs don't work, and I like needed to like turn it off, sit on the floor, get out, get in the cold thing. Uh, We were able to get back into it after that, but uh, it was definitely, uh, definitely not ideal. So, any tips for (laughs) for good shower sex where you hopefully don't pass
1: out? Definitely negotiate on the temperature of the water because women, like, I don't know, for some reason we just like it hotter. Guys, they really don't like it hotter, so negotiate on that. And then uh, the floor, if your floor doesn't have grip, like the, the floor of the shower, mm. um, put like a towel down or if yes. you have like um, some little like you can get them from the hardware store or whatever. They're like little grippy. I don't even know what to call them, but they're like little grippy yes. things. <laughs> they yes. create friction on the bottom of the, the tub or like your floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then know what you can actually do in the shower. Like you know, certain positions you're not going to be able to do. If you want to do positions, or um, if you need like some extra support, there are these like little suction cup like handles
0: that you can oh, buy and specifically put specifically for wall of your
1: shower. Yep. Yes. And so. I know Adam and Eve sells them. They probably sell them on pinkcherry.com as well. Um, But yes, those are great for just being able to like have something to hold on Um, because you can hold on to like the, if if your shower has a door, you know, hold on to the door. But if you have like the traditional shower with the bathtub, Mm -hmm. you definitely want to get those like little gripper handle things. Yes. And then, you know, the thing about the shower is it's either going to be sex from behind or it's going to be oral sex, right? And so again, with like the stream of water, you just want to make sure that you're not suffocating. <laughs> mm.
0: See, you know, so, I like, I like the hand stuff in the shower too. I like having like a leg up on the side of the tub and then leaning back yes. against the wall. Um, I feel like that depending on the shape of the shower, the hand stuff can work too.
1: Oh yeah. And dep- and also depending on like the length of your partner, like if you are having sex with somebody with a penis, mm-hmm. you know, to be realistic about the positions you can use in the shower, because if it's like average and below, might not reach for certain things so you might have to Mm -hmm. just take it to the bed but yeah i would say shower sex is like foreplay (laughs) it's like um to me at least it's like it's like foreplay and it could just be you know a standalone thing where it's like your morning coffee you know getting getting you a jump start and so um yeah just be safe primarily around you know slippage and everything because i don't know why but like falling in the bathtub leaves the worst bruises (laughs) like How many times why. have you fallen
0: in the bathtub from sex?
1: Uh, mean, like a few, a few times, but most of the time, too many times. Ass, it's it's just me in the shower. Um, yeah, like, so you don't even you don't even
0: need the handles for the sex. You're like, I just need it because I'm getting older and I don't want to slip and die in the tub.
1: <laughs> so yeah, just you know, be safe, and then most, import- most importantly, have fun. The great thing about the water is that. It's like, um, you know, it kind of adds lubrication and also it can wash away your natural lubrication. So just be aware, like you could bring some lube in, into some silicone lube into the shower and you can use it if you need it for extra lubrication.
0: Yes. And definitely on the silicone one, the water base will wash right away because that's what it's supposed exactly. to
1: do. <laughs> and bringing like waterproof toys in as well, if you want to like, you know, spice it up a little bit. That's mm. great.
0: I love the idea though of seeing it as, and, and I'm a fan of like not even using the word foreplay because, like you said, that could be the main event. But um, right. I, I love seeing it as like a quote unquote foreplay because, yeah, maybe look, maybe you don't have a big enough shower to like really get the angles and the positions and the things that you really want. But if you're somebody who's a sensual person and maybe have some responsive desire and need some extra time to to get warmed up, like use the shower as a way to get connected. Just make out, have them wash your hair, c- you know, clean yeah, out can- a little bit if you want to and and just have that be like a little tease so by the time you get out you're you're wet all the way through
1: <laughs> yes, literally I, I and everywhere that. i love that for like people who like to be clean before sex because everybody doesn't like to take a shower before sex and so it's a no. great way to connect and a great way to make sure that all the parts that you want to lick and suck and all that are clean clean enough to your liking. And plus like for me as a sensual person, I just love being touched. So mm-hmm. if my partner and I I wash up with like these uh scrubbing gloves, mm-hmm. so he gets to like grip me and just like a rub on me and stuff. Oh, it's yeah. just oh my god. It's just ugh.
0: yeah, the Korean ugh. spa except their <laughs> sex after. <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> yeah oh uh, how awesome would that be if the korean spa was like that where you could have a section where you could fuck like that would be like, i know i hate the, that the i hate world. that
0: they have these gendered things where i can't like be with the person and i mean probably because they don't want people fucking but i'm also like i can exactly. fuck a woman i could fuck a woman over here so like what do you what exactly. do you think you're doing <laughs> So you founded the cowgirl workout and again, yes. put, there have been others who do exercise and stuff around movement, but you are the original cowgirl workout, the premier sensual fitness community for riders. Um, I'm sure it helps with dick riding and other things, but it's, it's so much more. So tell me about like so what, yeah, it's so much more. Tell me about what it really does. And like, how did sensual movement change your life?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, let me start there with how sensual movement changed my life. So um, I started developing early, like I went into puberty at like eight years old. And mm-hmm. so a, a good portion of my childhood and like teenage life was me cloaking my body. Mm-hmm. I was going to um, say primarily- sidetrack.
0: How was that at eight years old? That can be really scary for a young person, especially if they don't know what the hell's going on.
1: Luckily, uh, my mom, like she jumped right on educating me about my body oh, that's and, great. um, this awesome book that still exists that I think every young girl should have is the care and keeping of you by American girl. And that book literally gave me everything that I needed to know about mm-hmm. like how my breasts are going to grow and the changes and like pubic hair and armpit hair and periods and like the feelings that come along with these things. And so my mom like immediately like brought us these books. Mm-hmm. So a book portion of my childhood was cloaking my body yeah. because I looked older than what I was. And so, you know, men would, would try to hit on me, like men that were like twice my age, sometimes three times my age because they think I'm like 18 or something, right? Mm. And so movement helped me to become more connected with my body and to appreciate my body. Uh, because when you, when you cloak your body, you feel like there's something wrong with having a big butt or, or big thighs. Or like a larger breast and so movement just helped me to deepen that relationship with my body and appreciate my body and so the way i move through life now is like very fluid mm-hmm. and so when it comes to women or people with vaginas taking over specifically in like hetero heteronormative uh partnerships right a lot of women don't have the confidence to go into that power shift, but also to be very vulnerable in a position where they're going to be in control and they're going to be fully exposed. And so when I started my YouTube channel, I was getting a lot of like requests from women when I would like demonstrate um, you know, women on top positions or cowgirl positions, where they were just like, this is great, but I don't know what I'm doing up there. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling very embarrassed um, when I first started having sex with partners this guy put me on top and I was like, like I, I was like waving the white flag. Like, hey, 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 I don't know what I'm doing up here. I just got, just started having sex. Yeah. And then did the scoop thing and he was just like, let's just do doggy style. And from that point, I was like, I'm never going to let this defeat me ever again. Mm-hmm. And so I just started like breaking down the, the initial like problems that women have around this position. And I realized that a big part of it was sensuality being able to feel into what's happening in the body um while you're up there low stamina low flexibility yeah
0: well I and also so, want to add to what you said I think it's also like a safety in being seen right like if you learned from a young yes. age that you needed to cloak yourself whether that was because you were experiencing unsafe touch or because people were you know looking at you in a way that didn't feel comfortable or because you were taught that you uh, needed to dress modestly because you couldn't be a teased, a, slu- a young slut for all those young men who couldn't control <laughs> themselves, you know, whatever bullshit. Um, but I think a lot of people with vaginas are taught at a young age that either for safety or for other reasons that we need to be small, that we need to cloak ourselves. And so to yep. be able to feel safe in being seen, um, that's fucking hard if your nervous system has learned that like that is not
1: okay and not safe for however many years. exactly and a lot of the people who come into my container, you know, they they feel disconnected from their bodies because of what i experienced in childhood or because of their experiences with partners or they've had children and they just shifted their attention away from themselves and just placed it on their children mm-hmm. or placed that attention on their partners. and so a big part of what i do is just helping women to breathe, helping mm-hmm. women to reconnect and just to feel confident in showing up for themselves. Like a lot of, a lot of them will come into the container because they're like, I want to please my partner, which is okay. But then I remind them like, yes, and this is for you first.
0: Mm-hmm. Because yeah, let's move in I'm a way that is... feels good for you.
1: Exactly. Because when, when the hips are, are moving and when, when we start working with the pelvis, we're opening up a lot of things we're actually tapping into uh, our sexual energy and any trauma that's stored there, which there's a lot that we carry in the pelvis and in the womb space. Everything starts to like become on earth and come up Mm -hmm. and come out. So with movement, you're literally stirring the pot. And then with that movement, things get to come out and be released from the nervous system. And so, and how I teach them to breathe and how I teach them to move it helps them to become more embodied. Mm-hmm. And then that shifts so much in their lives, just outside of the bedroom. Like the way that they show up in their relationships, the way they show up in the world, the confidence they have to just live life out loud. And so that's why I say like, sure, the cowgirl workout is teaching how, is teaching people with vaginas how to stroke better, but it's just not a dick riding class because I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a tantrika, So everything that I do is infused with tantra. It's, in, it's infused with sensuality. And um, that's like the really big part. That's the part for me that is so amazing because it's transformative. And just to hear testimonials and how like their pleasure has shifted in their relationships with their partners and just how they feel about themselves is amazing. And, you know, it is a fitness program. And so women are experiencing like weight loss and just seeing their bodies like change in shape and feeling very confident in what they look like and how they show up. And so I always say the proof is in doing the work. You know, you can't just watch the video and the video is watching you and think that any of these transformative things are gonna happen for you, you gotta put in the work. And so, yeah, what I learned through movement and how it's affected and impacted my life positively is what I'm passing on to anyone who comes into my container.
0: We are partnering with Calm, the number one mental wellness app, to give you the tools that improve the way you feel. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering an exclusive 40% off of a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash s and I am somebody who needs some kind of noise to fall asleep to. I try not to watch TV shows while falling asleep because apparently it's not good for you, and that is when I found Calm. With Calm, you can reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations, improve focus with curated music tracks, and rest and recharge with their imaginative sleep stories that I love. There's even new daily movement sessions designed to relax your body and uplift your mind. My favorite spooky season one right now of the sleep stories is Gothic Dreams, Edgar Allan Poe, read by Eric. Not going to lie, his voice is also pretty hot, in my opinion. Uh, But I usually fall asleep before the story is over. Uh, For listeners of the show, Calm is offering an exclusive 40% off of a Calm Premium subscription, at com.com slash s and s go to calm.com slash s a n d s for 40% off unlimited access to calm's entire library that is calm calm.com slash s and s make sure you spell that correctly Another awesome app that we are so grateful for our partnership with is Coral. Coral is an easy to use science-based app that improves your intimate life. Visit mycoral.co sns to download Coral and begin creating deeper intimacy with yourself and or your partner today. It has three amazing features. One is guided audio exercises. These are Coral's secret sauce, as they call it. Uh, These audio exercises are designed to help you explore your own and your partner's body in brand new ways, no matter how long you've been together or what you're into. They also have a connect portion, which is a secure encrypted chat space for folks where Coral helps guide the conversation with prompts to build heat, connection, and communication skills. And they even have a discussion forum where you can talk to one of Coral's experts or science advisors anytime and connect with supportive like-minded community. I have personally been referring clients to this app before they even sponsored the podcast. I think it's a really great tool and a resource because as you know, and I say on the podcast all the time, maintaining connection with yourself and your relationship takes time and effort and really dedicated energy. And Coral really makes it easier and helps me personally and a lot of my clients stay accountable in their pleasure. So visit mycoral.co slash S&S to download Coral and begin creating deeper intimacy with yourself and your partner today. Today. The link is in the episode's description. And remember, the more you support the advertisers, the more you support the podcast. Now back to the episode. What are some things either for yourself or like clients that you've seen have been released from like moving their hips and things like that? Like what kind of stuff have you seen stored in there? I mean, I've I've seen a lot in my office too come out in a, in a different way when I have people do kind of like guided. Breath work, or even just moving slightly, and actually paying attention to that part of their body. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of shit
1: stored in there. Yes, uh, judgment, guilt, shame, um, trauma, grief. Yeah, grief. Yeah, and trauma. Wow. It's like so many things, right? But yeah, like there was this one uh, person in particular. I remember someone in her family had passed away, mm-hmm. and she she holds a lot. She carries a lot for the family, and so. After you know the services and things were over, um, she came into the community and she started doing some of the stretches and some of the pelvic work. And she wrote me and she said she has such a release. She was actually able to finally grieve and like she felt like something like major was um shifted out of her body and she felt lighter after that. And I was just like, yes, yes, that's what I'm talking about. And yeah. so um we just don't even know what we're carrying in our pelvises or in, in our nervous system, because some things we've just like shoved so far to the back of our, of our Mm -hmm. consciousness that when you start to move and you start to breathe, then this stuff comes up and you're like, Oh, okay. I get to face this now. And so, yeah, it's, it's been amazing. Just seeing how something as for lack of better word, like small, as movement, right? Something that can be easily done and that we have access to at any time mm-hmm. when it's done in a, in a specific way, how transformative and healing it can be. And I've always wanted to be a choreographer. <laughs> so it's great that I get to choreograph and change lives in the process.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love it. I can't wait to take some of the classes myself. <laughs> I, uh, come and through, I, come through. Well, and I, I like that there's community too, because I, I feel like that can be scary for some people, but I think it's nice to have that community because it's hard to maintain that movement type practice because everything else in our culture is telling us to not be embodied and to not pay attention to our bodies and to kind of not be sensual because, you know, we got to just keep going and capitalism and no pain, no gain. So like to have an accountability space to slow down and come back exactly. to that for me is so important because otherwise it's it's hard to do like in the day-to-day stuff. Um, okay, outside of, Outside of the like amazing meaningful parts of it just like quick on the logistics how do you protect your knees <laughs> as somebody <laughs> as, as somebody who's getting older and a little sore and has some and your back and has some back issues and some knee stuff like um, any tips for like strengthening and just protecting your uh, your joints and stuff because I went to a concert the other week and ying Yang twins played. And I've, I, hey. I know I missed, I like, I forgot how many songs that there's I loved. And I was just twerking for about an hour and the next few yes. fucking days I was, I was out. I could not, I cannot do anything. So like any tips for strengthening and protecting your back and your knees and, and some of those vulnerable joints when you're trying to move in a way that feels good to your body, but then your body's like, you're too old for that bitch. <laughs>
1: Definitely recovery. I stress recovery all the time. And we think that these things are because we're getting old, but these are just literally um, like treatments for your joints. So icing, using any type of like pain relievers, like topical pain relievers, like Bengay, Tiger Balm, Mm -hmm. Biofreeze, all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Self-massage. And I'm a big fan of Epsom salt soaks. Yes. So if you have a bathtub and you can soak in Epsom salt, do that. Or if you can't, then um, there are some Epsom salt body washes mm-hmm. that you can use in the shower, and you can just spend some extra time on the joints, you know, mm-hmm. around the knees and everything. Stretching is critical. Yeah. So after being in like a high movement experience, definitely got to make sure you stretch. And one thing that I do because I'm, I'm always like protect the knees, of course when learning how to ride you're going to be on your knees at some point but i have um chair exercises and exercises with a fitness ball Mm -hmm. that are really good for people who just can't get down there Mm -hmm. or who would prefer not to be down there and so with the ball specifically it's an assistant to help with like you know the the hip isolations and then we do a lot of strength training stuff um just with our body weight yeah so sometimes adding weight can add pressure that can just, you know, inflame the joints. And so doing like some some leg lifts and like kickbacks and fire hydrants and things like that um, really help. And then a lot of what I've incorporated in are yoga poses that we'll hold for like 90 seconds or if a little longer um, that specifically treat lower back pain and knee pain. Because what I've learned from going to the chiropractor, like I I spend money on my body now (laughs) in Mm -hmm. ways that I never thought I would. But in going to the chiropractor, I learned that, you know, we have this lower back pain because of inconsistencies in the pelvis. Like the pelvis may be tilted forward or back too far or like tilted to one side more than the other. And then too, with the way that our, our necks are Mm -hmm. so as above, so below, and we're always like craning our, our uh, head down, looking at, you know, our phones and stuff. And so that creates an imbalance with the lower part of the spine as well. Mm. So just being mindful of posture and um, getting that stretching in regularly and all that self-care stuff is going to be really important for protecting the knees. And also the shoes you wear. Um, I've had to come out of wearing heels all the time. I, oh, I yeah, no heels out. for me. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so flats and sneakers and like just shoes that are comfortable um, so that it can be more supportive of your knees and definitely strengthening the muscles around the knee because when the muscles are weak, then the bones are overcompensating for what the muscles are supposed to do. And that's what causes the pain. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, again, doing those leg lifts and, um, and the, the fire hydrants, and even just like some of the the hip movements and my dance movements that we do strengthen the, the muscles because you have to like hold a slight squat mm-hmm. to even like do these things. And so that helps as well.
0: Yeah. Any positions that you find are especially ergonomic for blowjobs or, or oral sex of any
1: kind? <laughs> Cause uh, you know, you're talking Flesh-ing. about the neck and that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of lying down. So like, I'll be like parallel to my mm-hmm. partner yep. and, and just lay like my head on like the stomach yeah and do it like that. It's so mm-hmm. much better than being on my knees
0: in the bed. Yeah, and know? like putting your head uh,
1: forward in the, the gluck gluck position. Exactly. So <laughs> oh, I lie I lie down most of the time and mm-hmm. I haven't had any complaints. <laughs> 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 or no, I'm um, sure you've had a lot of good reviews. <laughs> yep. Yep. Lots of good reviews or like having them stand up and you're sitting on um Look, that fitness ball is great for so many things, especially sex. So Mm -hmm. like you can be on the fitness ball and it it also depends on the height, you know, of your, your partner. Mm -hmm. Um, But sitting on a fitness ball or like a stool or something that's kind of like low to the ground and your partner is like standing above you or even sitting on the couch, you know, instead of getting down on your knees or like squatting down, it's just helpful. And if you do have to get on your knees, then, you know, Pillows, yeah. pillow, pillows,
0: pillows. I don't I don't know <laughs> if Knee pads worked. Me pads, yes. I don't know if you have any good videos on this, but just for folks listening too, I would also encourage to so like get some sex furniture, you know, like get some accessibility yeah. pillows. Like one company is Liberator. I think sports sheets has some good ones, but like mm-hmm. I, I think too, if we're thinking of like expanding this for accessibility, like a lot of the stuff we're talking about is sort of assuming like a certain type of physical accessibility. Body. Yeah. An able-bodied right. thing. And, and I wonder if there's any tips you have for folks who, who don't, whether that's, um, aging and arthritis or wheelchair bound. Um, cause I think there's, there's ways to practice sensuality, even if you can only move your, your eyes. Um, but right. it's hard, you know, it's, um, there's a, there's a level here that starts to shift as we age or with accessibility stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely, um, sex furniture and like straps and things that can Mm -hmm. be used to help like, you know, tilt the pelvis up. I've seen like sports sheets definitely have those where there's like a pad on the front and then just straps that your partner can hold. And so so they can pull you
0: towards them. Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's good for people who may not have access to the mobility in their legs Mm -hmm. or like, you know, lower body where they can still be in action, but the part there, there other their partner will have to do most of like, you know, the, the, the heavy lifting around that. Um, and like liberator definitely has some, some great furniture that has like those amazing curves. Oh yeah. Now I've seen them on wayfair too and overstock. So really, what do they call them? Do
0: they call them sex pillows or do they call them,
1: you know, (laughs) they just call them like chases. They don't even call it sex furniture, but if you know, you know, so when you see the shape, you're like, Oh, I know. No what one's just is. sitting on that, yeah. <laughs> exactly, and so I'm. I'm also a fan. Okay, of like Wayfair music.
0: making a comeback after that weird thing where people thought they were storing children in their furniture.
1: <laughs> that was so strange. I was just like, was um, crazy. Going to stay away from you guys for a little minute. So yeah, that, that I know. So right. now
0: when I when I hear it, I'm like, even though I know it probably wasn't happening, I'm like, oh, Wayfair. But um, I'm glad to know that they're making a comeback with this sex
1: furniture. <laughs> And it's you know sponsor it's my podcast than, Wayfair. Right? <laughs> it's cheaper than the liberator, um, the liberator versions of it, yeah. but still, you know, still in the three figure price range. And so, with the larger pieces of furniture, look at it as an investment mm-hmm. because if it's going to help you have more access to pleasure, why not invest in it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of using the edges of furniture. So, like, the edge of the bed. So if if You can't get on your knees or whatever. One partner can stand up. The other partner can just be at the edge, like lying down or have like the legs wrapped around. There's so many ways to do it. But yeah, I always say experiment as much as possible and find even like common things around the house that could probably be used um, to have more access and mobility as well. Pervertibles. Pervertibles, yes, I love
0: that term. And <laughs> for folks who don't know, pervertibles is like using household items for sexual purposes. Um, but remember that sort of ends when it comes to putting things in your butt. So be more wary of pervertibles for your butt because if it doesn't uh, have a plug at the yeah. end, it's gonna disappear. Just yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah, no base, no base, no trace. It gets lost in your asshole. So I encourage you to get creative with household items except for sticking things in your asshole. Um, what about for, uh, anything to keep in mind for folks who are with a partner that has a penis that might be, um, a little smaller or maybe even too large, um, for them? Because when I think of on top, like, um, I think if someone's maybe a little on the, on the smaller side, sometimes it can be hard to have it stay in. And then if someone's maybe on the larger side, it might feel too deep.
1: Um, any tips for, um, gauging the depth? So gauging the depth is going to be about being very aware of your vagina and I always say, yeah, or your asshole, whatever <coughs> it's going. Oh, excuse me. exactly. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that <girl. laughs> that sounds good. Um, <laughs> yeah, which, Whichever orifice is being used, whether it is the anus or the vagina, just being aware of keeping the tip in, you want at least the head to stay in. And so on a smaller side, it's just knowing that, a you really don't need that much space to move. You only need a micro movement. And then B, just being able to within that micro movement, shift the body and like, you know, different stroke patterns. For a larger partner, again, just keeping the head in. So if you can't go all the way down. Yeah, you're you on top, you're, con- you're controlling the depth too. You can decide exactly. how far in you go. Yep, you control the depth when you're on top. And so with a partner that's larger, number one, make sure that the, like, you know, specifically for the vagina, that it's completely open and, and lengthened. So that it's, you know, ballooned all the way because otherwise it's going to be painful. So I would say, you know, if you are a person that can bring themselves to orgasm easily, have an orgasm first or have an orgasm in a different position and breathe. if if, even if you're a person that's not experiencing orgasms regularly, then taking deep breaths, slowing things down and, um, you know, just using just the tip. Now with a a partner who has a a longer penis, you definitely want to create a little more space between your pelvises. Always say you just need about one to three inches. Mm. So with, with that amount of space, will, you know, provide that cushion to not go as deep towards the cervix. Um, and then like with that anus,
0: you know, you want to make
1: sure that the body is warmed up and that you're comfortable before penetrating. Yeah. So that way, you know, you can go as, as, as deep as you want <laughs> when it goes to the anus cause there's really no, no end in the, in the rectum, but just making sure that everything is well lubricated and relaxed before you go there. But it's all about just controlling that depth. And so having core strength and having the strength of the hamstrings and the quads is, and the glutes essential to being able to create that leverage
0: yeah i mean this is like you said this is a workout after all and so i think a lot of people work (laughs) out right you know like when people are comparing themselves to porn performers and things like those are sexual athletes they're doing you know and so you need to They are sexual athletes yeah yeah, you need to work out to like work some of these muscles and practice it's not just something that like comes naturally and is uh easy to do and maintain um yeah, speaking from someone who like first time I was pegging someone I was like this is fucking exhausting. Um I need to practice this. Yeah. <laughs> um Exactly. Yeah. I also think it's a good opportunity to maybe even use those moves for non penetrative like grinding like I miss yeah. the days of just making out and dry humping or <laughs> wet hum- wet, <laughs> wet humping. Yeah, frottage exactly like rubbing up <laughs> against somebody so like if you're experiencing pain, or that. you know, you want to practice it w- and have it lower stakes first and just like rubbing against each other like try that out that sounds, that sounds even more mm-hmm. fun to me honestly.
1: <laughs> And I I suggest that too, especially like, um, for people who are not yet ready to go the full way, I'm like, just practice these moves Mm -hmm. with a partner so that it can become become like a fun game, you know, and even having your partner stretch you out, you know, because a lot of stretch positions are also sex positions. And so Mm -hmm. in, in practicing these stretches, it does two things. One helps you to become more limber. And then two gives you an idea of how long you'll be able to stay in any position. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that basically mimics the stretch and it's a great way to connect with the partner and just like generate some intimacy. So yeah. And it's, it's interesting how people want to um they want to engage in sex that's like more spirited, but they forget that it's a physical activity. And so if you don't have a regular like fitness routine or like you're not doing aerobics or anything like that, of course, you're going to be tired. Of course, you're going to be winded. Of course, your libido, um, or excuse me, your stamina is going to be lower yeah. because you don't have that control over breath. Your muscles are stressed out and fatigued very quickly because they're not used to being in that kind of movement. And so I'm like, look, you need just 20 minutes a day. Science says 20 minutes a day of physical fitness helps with improving our self-concept. Mm-hmm. And so I, I started recently started doing what are called quickies which are 20-minute mm-hmm. workouts. We used to work out for like an hour. Yeah, And then my, 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 my folks were like... Start um, smaller. Yeah, right. They were like, can we have something that could be quick that we could just do if we have like a really busy day? I was like, yeah. And so that's why I started the quickies. And so like the community is very interactive to the point where if people have suggestions or things that they need assistance with, I always take that into account. And then I'll create a program or I'll create choreography that oh. supports their needs. And so, awesome. yeah, it's... <laughs> I love what I do. Movement is a big part of my life and, yeah. um, I'm, I'm happy to be able to provide that to others who also want to move, move more confidently through life.
0: Yeah. And this last question before we wrap up, um, where does Tantra practice fit into all of this? Um, um yeah, I know that could be a whole other episode, but maybe like one, right? <laughs> one main thing that you feel like everyone c- could be getting from Tantra um, in, in
1: their erotic practices? It starts with the breath. I mean, we use breath to connect. We use breath in meditation. We use breath to tap into our nervous system and we use breath to help repair those, those breaks within the communication between our relative body, physical body and our energy body. Mm-hmm. And so if you can learn how to breathe Just deepening the breath, bringing it down into the diaphragm instead of it being in the chest, you can access um, the rest and digest response, which will assist with releasing trauma from the body and from those parts where it's hiding in. And um, that's the start, because if you don't know how to breathe, if you don't know how to breathe, well, we all know how to breathe. But if you don't know how to consciously control your breath and deepen the breath, which some people don't, you'll be surprised. Yeah. most people don't. Yeah. It's, I mean, yes,
0: yeah. we're breathing because we're alive, but like not all <laughs> breaths are created equal. Actually, I, I talked to somebody right. yesterday randomly. It happened to be my grandma's friend <laughs> who I, uh, I interviewed <laughs> many years ago for a college article article about Tantra. Um, and I, I told her I was uh, doing a Tantra training coming up. And she was like, well, I define Tantra as just a yes, that Tantra is a yes. And I asked Hmm. her kind of like what she meant by that. And she was saying, um, it's just like saying yes to what is feeling good in your body moment to moment and continuing to say yes to that.
1: And I I really liked that. Yeah. Tantra, you know, it's so many things to to so many different people. Yeah. And it's really just a spiritual practice that, that teaches us how to connect more deeply um, and gives us access to our, our bliss state. Right. And so what I hear her saying is saying, it's, it's saying yes, is being able to surrender to what is happening in the body because we're so disconnected mm-hmm. because of all the things that you mentioned earlier, right. Um, that society places on us or that we interact with in society. And so having that moment to be able to just sit in meditation
0: mm-hmm.
1: and sit within that bliss state and to feel into what's happening in the body is yeah. a great gift yeah and i'm happy that i because like tantra literally is woven into everything that i do as a coach so i'm happy that i get to share this with people who i work with and um just with people who interact with me on a regular basis because they can feel that in my energy so if you can breathe just take a moment and it's so crazy because this is like the hardest thing for so many people who i coach it's like i tell them hey set a timer and do a 10 minute you know 10 minute breathing exercise yeah. and they don't have time for it you know it's mm. like that says a lot it's sa- that it says a lot and so the breath access your breath consciously breathing that's the start and then all the other things are you know put on top of that the meditations the pleasure practice communication so on and so forth
0: yeah, and movement.
1: Uh, Let's not forget movement. It's a big part of <laughs> tantra. Yeah.
0: Well, Tyomi, I feel like we could talk for a lot longer. It's been awesome getting to chat with you. Um, how can yeah. people get in touch? Take your classes, hire you, uh, all the things.
1: Follow me on Instagram at RealGrandmaZontaiomi. You can check out my website sexbirdtayomi.com. You can reach me at tayomi at tayomimorgan.com. Um, if you want to shoot me an email. And um, I can send you a link to all of my booking information, or you can go directly to my Calendly account. That's calendlycom Tayomi. and you can easily just book sessions with me there. Um, I work in group containers or I work one-to-one. Also coming is the PleasureAcademy.com, so you can check that out as well, where there will be evergreen. Uh, courses that will live there forever that you can have access to and go at your own pace in your education and um, engage with me on Twitter as well at glamazon tayomi. You gotta search my name somehow they got me like shadow banned or something I don't know oh, but you gotta search it. I'll put it, in the, it. in the show notes. Yes, <laughs> and because uh, sometimes when you just like type me in, I don't come up. So you have to actually hit search and you will find something that I've said and you can follow me from there. That's annoying. I'm so
0: tired of shadow banning. That's <laughs> so, so, yeah, another episode. <laughs> uh, again, <laughs> listeners, if you want to follow what I'm doing, I'm on Instagram at sluts and scholars on Twitter at sluts scholars. You can listen anywhere you get your podcasts or at slutsandscholars.com. and Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts and check out those advertiser discounts and hopefully join me for a um, cowgirl workout class. Thank you, Taomi. my pleasure.
1: Thanks for having me.